0: All right. Well I guess we're going. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah blah blah
1: blah blah blah.
0: Don't mind me. Don't mind me folks. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't mind me. Is everybody here? Are we here? Are you here? I'm here. <laughs> I'm gonna turn my echo off though, because I'm gonna annoy myself really quickly. <laughs> I'd rather just annoy you and my friend at home. All right, we got a couple of people watching, and we are live, good to go. Confirmed. Okay. With that, I can do my job now.
1: <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> Welcome back to the Late Night playset, everybody. My name is Jay Ryan. Your favorite weirdo at home here in the playset. set. Uh, it's the birthday show, everybody. It's the birthday show. Tonight is Thursday, December 3rd, 2020. December 3rd is Mrs. Ryan's birthday. Nicole, Shabbat, Ryan will be our guest this evening for the entire hour. We've got a couple things to do before she gets in here. Or maybe we won't even, but I do want to tell you a couple things at the very least. And I want to turn my tally light on because I won't know where to look. There we go. Um welcome back. Thank you so much for choosing this uh, entertainment for your COVID pleasure. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Is the, is the, uh, California I think is almost completely closed again. Uh in that we don't have restaurants and we have to be in the house at a certain time and it's what is it? Is it stay at it's stay at home, not or else, but stay at home unless you really don't have to. Is that one enough? It it's encouraging to stay at home. There we go. Oh, there's Mrs. Ryan over there. what's that paul (laughs) oh good stuff um anyway yeah crazy stuff going on out there so i don't know what we're uh, supposed to be doing but we very much appreciate you being here with us uh a couple things i want to talk about one if you are a keen viewer on the show you might notice that we weren't here on tuesday even though we had planned on being uh sorry about that our guest we had a very big guest uh or a very good guest i should say adam ferrara Host of Top Gear USA, or former host of Top Gear America, whatever they called that show, Adam Ferrara, a fantastic comedian, actor, and uh, host, was going to be here on Tuesday, and uh, he got a he got a paying gig. <laughs> he had a... Had to go do a voiceover and some other stuff and get some money that day instead uh, at the last minute he got booked. So he said he was very, very sorry. Could we do it as soon as possible? That happens to be this coming week. So he will be here on Tuesday. Um, there's that. Uh, when I want to talk about my beard. My beard is still here. I know we talked about uh, getting rid of it when there was a – well, when there was a president. I guess there isn't really uh, – there's an elect – they know it seems like things are going in a direction, though. I don't, I don't see, I don't want, I don't want to say I don't see a flim flam coming and then have one come. But do you,
1: no one's conceded yet, is where I
0: always get Yeah, it's still, yeah, right. No one's conceded yet, Mrs. Ryan said. That's true. Um, so there's that, but anyway, uh, the truth is. Sean Lindauer made a comment the other day because Bob Miller and Sean and I had all um, totally coincidentally been growing our beards out for all different reasons. And uh, it occurred to me the other day when it was like really, really cold up on the mountain that I, I'm going to miss this. I'm gonna, it got cold here in Los Angeles lately uh, compared to at least what it had been. We had kind of that crazy heat wave and everything was on fire. Things are still on fire, but it's cold out there. So, I don't know about the beard. You tell me. Which what do, you, do you care? Do you care? I love the beard. Oh, you, you like the beard. Oh, the, why, is that? why do the women like the beard? And I don't mean other women in this one. I mean, I've heard that from other men. There are a couple guys we know who say, oh, the wife loves the beard. Marco was one of them. The mustache. There is something for me of like, it's not as clean if that lets us be a little more free. Yeah. I'm sorry, we can't really hear you. We'll talk to you when you're in here. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm looking at you, so I want you uh, to be in here. And we'll do that then. We'll just tell, I'll tell you about this. And Smoking Tire, check uh, the Smoking Tire and me. Uh, <laughs> it's a date. You eat them. Uh, uh, smoking Tire podcast, uh, there was a crew show yesterday where uh, Matt uh, took Q&A, and it was basically just the two of us for two and a half plus hours. It was really fun. and uh, And you and your questions. It was really fun. So check it out. It's up live now. Um, it's in fact doing, <laughs> we left the live up a little longer than intended. It doesn't matter if this is just for you. And, uh, apparently the show did really well, like numbers wise whatever. So I'm hoping that, uh, the replay does well also. That's awesome. Yeah. Come over here. Once you've watched that, uh, come, come on back here and make your way through the archive. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep folks. <laughs> uh, okay. That's it. That's it. Uh, we've got an east coast feed we've got a tbt but maybe i'll do that with you in here and it'll feel like the old days how does that feel I love it. all right uh in that case <laughs> my my next guest <laughs> my next guest needs no introduction hey that's so funny uh no for for everybody though uh the the person who's coming in here right now is a fantastic guest uh she is not only my wife she was a Uh, A personal publicist she did personal PR for comedians and athletes and celebrities for many many years uh, studios alike really she was involved in all of it Um, now she has MS and you all know her as my wife (laughs) I used to be her husband now she's my wife Um, Nicole Shabbat Ryan is coming in now and I'm gonna take the wide shot so you can all see how she walks these days which is really really well today it is really well today. What looks like a dance is actually just how we do it.
1: <laughs> oh, and I think you did light. a great job.
0: Thank you. How did that feel? Awful. Oh, but I'm sorry. Grab the your when mic I, There
1: oh. you go. I feel like when I feel and look and seem the worst, it's when I'm trying the hardest. So I'm... Or seem the best, I mean. It's like the worst because I'm trying so hard to overcome it.
0: Oh, and I hear your tongue a little bit there. Tongue a little big today?
1: (laughs) My mouth is shrinking, so I think it's all affiliated. (laughs) Do
0: you think your mouth is shrinking or do you think, like I said, do you think your tongue's growing?
1: I think my mouth is moving. Like my teeth are moving. I can feel that. And I know MS people typically have teeth problems. So, I think there's something with my jaw. Everything feels smaller, but maybe my tongue is bigger.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I was moving a camera. You look fantastic. Uh, I was just, by basing on appearance, I'm looking at you and you don't physically look. <laughs> you, what you're describing is like I'm looking for lemon, lemon mouth and you don't have like a.
1: On the a inside, lemon face. if I could pull my skin off, you'd see that my jaw is totally different than it was. I believe that's,
0: that could be a good thing, though.
1: I, I'm not arguing that. Okay. I, I, I think so, too. It's just making everything not fit right how it used to. So I'm getting used to it.
0: Do you know what I'm talking about, about like how the palate can shift depending on where – I think it's called tongue – not tongue placement tongue like where you rest your tongue on honestly it comes down to yeah. that i think and it can actually change the shape of your face what you look like like <laughs> how as a human you appear to the public
1: i've read a ton of this and like taste buds change and that yeah, changes yeah, yeah. your sense it of mind smell. have and everything is different now like i smell i used to smoke i used to eat a ton of spicy food i think that all plays into that right. what we were talking about but like my taste buds are totally different but I have to eat weird things that I that don't always taste good. Like sauerkraut is fermented, and I have to eat that.
0: You for everyone, uh, for anyone, for everyone who doesn't know, you eat sauerkraut like out of the jar because you're su- supposed to.
1: Fermented foods are supposed to be good, which I think wine is fermented grapes, so it makes sense that I was a wine out for years and didn't notice. The decline, but we always
0: put that up with the. Uh, remember, we thought it was antioxidants and stuff. We thought it was had something to do with that. But yeah. I remember you telling. I can't remember that all the names are confusing to me. But the the first main guy. Hart Cohen. Hart Cohen, exactly. I remember you telling him that um, that you f- <laughs> rather early on you found that wine helped your symptoms. Yep. And he did a half of an eye roll and half of an eyebrow raise. It was like, I don't know how to read this doc. Are you going like, okay, whatever works for you, sister? Or like, huh, that's interesting. We'll look into it. Could you, could you tell? Do you remember no, that day?
1: I do remember that day. I think a lot of my doctors knew I drink a lot through work, but also I was drinking a lot anyway. But there was a—
0: You are so physically fit, though. There were no—with uh, the exception of—if you didn't—how would they know that if you didn't tell them?
1: I had told them pre- previously. Oh, okay. But also, blood work shows that is in your system, and like my job, that's part of it. It's like saying I write.
0: It is if you know what your job is.
1: And the rheumatologist that we went to worked with Serena's sister,
0: Rinaldi. Yeah. That was so the one I really liked
1: she her. knew enough to add that into the equation. But we, no one ever did. I'm
0: sorry. Oh, go ahead
1: no no one ever addressed that part of it I think that's a big part of it but I do think the fermentation hmm. affected the makeup hmm. of me so I'm adding that again in my system circling back to the that well done <laughs> getting my brain working again it's fantastic
0: the the days where you say that it is so visibly clear that that it is true really in well yeah your eyes are you're looking at me in the eyes right now i mean you're really <laughs> you're connected you appear connected <laughs> there are days when you seem drunk even though i know you're not drunk what i mean is like the detached you used to be when you were like you know drinking like working like uh, how's this denial of real life oh yeah yeah
1: which i mean Again, and it goes into everything I say of like the the stupid meme quote that went around of like I'm not drunk, I have MS. People use that all the time. This and the, our symptoms are very similar, so self medicating in that way I think goes along with it. So it's allowed off the record by a lot of doctors because it's like you're not hurting. We can't figure it out.
0: So it was literally what I picked up on. He probably was kind of. He was taken, It's like, okay, sure, that could be true, sure, but also it's possible that, like, that this is just, I don't know, that we're supposed to look the other way on this one? Is that fair to say? Yeah. I didn't want
1: to. Yes, he, and he's Canadian, like, he's really nice and really thoughtful. <laughs> oh, very <and> polite. <laughs> very polite. So I think he was like, I, I'll just not talk about this right now. Oh, that's
0: funny. Oh, he was nice. Uh, Well, I guess, um, you know, it's your birthday. That's one of the reasons we wanted to have you here. It's been about a month since the last time, and it's your birthday, all the things. Uh, Also, it's. I'm going to say your birthday because who cares? I hope you don't mind. Do you care? No. Okay. You're 41. Mm -hmm. You were 31 when you were diagnosed. Correct. So it's been 10 years. And that's really what I wanted to talk about. Like, I remember where we were 10 years ago. I remember where we were when we were, you know, in our lives when we were going what is this weird problem we have to take care of real quick so we can get on with the rest of life
1: with life we yeah
0: we thought that we really did think that though i mean
1: yeah we were just dating then it was all everything was up in the air like no one knew anything and no none of my doctors took it as seriously as it is so it didn't seem that serious then
0: would you call it serious now oh yeah 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 um you know people just saw you walk 15 20 feet whatever the heck it is um and it wasn't so bad today with the cane here at home could you do that further than than what you just did
1: no it uh, lately the the big thing has been my uh core area like i bend very easily very fast the other Lack day, of
0: core strength is that what you're saying or feeling
1: yeah it's all disconnected it feels like it stops connecting like right around here So it, it, which is weird because it feels like everything's fine until you stand up and then nothing where it's like a marionette that's not connected. Right.
0: Gosh. Well, it sounds like my shoulder thing, but you have it for your, it's your whole body or your whole, you know, lower.
1: My hip lower, torso and below. Like it's legs and below, like it's all that part, but it's similar. And I hurt, but I don't register pain that, like other people. So it's just right now it feels icky, but it doesn't hurt.
0: Is icky a clinical term? Probably not. But <laughs> what I'd category look- would we put in? <laughs> They're all checking boxes these days. So like in one to 10, where does icky feel?
1: It's in the discomfort Three? family. I don't want to. Today's higher, probably five. Out of 10.
0: Okay. 10 being absolutely gut wrenching pain where you can't, you're just miserable. You wish you were dead. Yeah. (laughs) Not literally, but kind of.
1: Yeah. And it's usually, you've seen it. It's like on hour four or five when I'm like, haven't rested and taken care of myself. Like, my body just goes in a meltdown shock mode. And I'm, it's really because I'm in so much pain.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It, you i know what you're talking about i i've certainly witnessed it <laughs> a little bit <laughs> i uh but what what you look like at the time is what you looked like at the tail end of when you were working when you kind of still thought you had it together but like it 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 was falling apart around you but only because you thought you had it together <laughs> it was like a weird because of the denial because of the denial it, n- n- we nobody could even work with you to sort of help put it all together And um, I don't know if you did you feel that at the time when that was going? Do you have any idea that I even felt the way I'm saying right now? I mean, when we would do work trips,
1: it's a weird thing of like when people say they can lift up cars to save their kid or whatever, that adrenaline rush. And I had that all the time. So I didn't feel I notice a lot of that stuff that you're talking about.
0: You probably literally didn't feel it, right? Yeah. That's amazing.
1: I had no idea.
0: That's amazing to think about, though, for me.
1: I imagine you must have a ton of stories.
0: Well, you have a ton of stories. I—I I mean, yeah, I uh, <laughs> sure. I, I definitely have a lot of stories. <laughs>
1: I just remember one time like being on the phone with a studio and changing the entire campaign because they weren't paying attention to One Piece. And you were pridefully telling someone that, like, look, she's wasted and she's changing and she's doing her job. Like, it was impre- – I could do it. But yeah, like, no,
0: I did witness that for a long time until, until not.
1: Until I couldn't. But that's
0: kind of what I think – that's what I always talked about with your – I called it the plate spinning and everything else. I don't think people understood just what, I mean, at what capacity you were operating. I mean, it's enough to wear anyone out in far shorter amount of time. If you weren't as healthy as you were and an athlete when you were younger, it it may have killed you.
1: I'm pretty sure it would have. Like there's a weird heady piece in me that's like everything happens for a reason. I was as strong as I was because it had to go away. But I needed all of it to have that time. Right, so the, the, I'm still here, it is what it is, but like I could feel my muscle deteriorating as it was happening, like that's a bizarre really? thing, yeah,
0: so even at the time, you could feel
1: it at the time, like back then i when I was going to the gym, I didn't pay as much attention' because I just instinctively knew that I could feed back whatever was happening, but when i like oh, a couple you years don't ago. Come at you. Or what? Overpower it. yeah 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 and a couple of years ago when we moved here and i met someone else that um i was talking to about this like i could feel muscle going like being eaten
0: the atrophy or just uh
1: i want i blamed it on atrophy but i could feel it being like digested it's so weird
0: wow where where on your body my
1: legs really
0: That is weird. Do you think that what you were feeling? I mean, you don't think it was actually. I mean, did you think you had some sort of a thing that was actually eating away? It didn't feel
1: like a bug or anything, but it was in my brain and my leg, so I knew it was the thing.
0: That's what I'm wondering. I wonder if you were feeling nerves and you know nerve endings, maybe. Firing, dying, whatever you want to call it, misfiring, whatever was going on or is going on.
1: That makes so much sense. I don't sense. believe
0: anything's dead. I refuse to. I, I I hate that I even used it just for a second. I don't mean that. I don't think anything is. I think things are misconnected, confused, miswired. I think, I think a it kid just went has... in there and was like, oh, yeah, this doesn't work. Let's see if this does. Trying to keep everything going.
1: Yeah. I was talking to someone. I think there's a lot of sports medicine people that could fix what needs to be fixed because it's really simple wiring stuff I think I believe and like it's my job to fix all this shit Mm -hmm. but like this stuff medically instead of trying to figure out things that you can shoot yourself about it's like (laughs) sports people can fix this stuff
0: well if that's true why don't we go to a sports person if that's you I know thought I mean? about I think, that two days ago. Did you? Oh, oh. So it's all right. That's a new theory. Okay, great. Um, let's look into it. It makes sense. I feel like it's maybe, uh, maybe both. Maybe a mental and a physical. Maybe it's everything.
1: I think having spent more time with this situation, I think that. <laughs>
0: Wait, then me? I definitely, I definitely anyone. defer to you. Period. <laughs> I want to make that clear to everyone.
1: I you you see more than most people do because like what is that like I don't really move a lot like I'm in bed writing and watching TV to ingest information a lot but you know it's very different than it was. Um,
0: you went from living around the globe to sort of living in a in a in a room. It's not prison, but I mean you're in a room. Yeah, I went from a part.
1: global social existence to one room and very few people that right. I talked to, which. Ultimately, it's great. It's what I lo- I wanted and like, but it's different and it threw me for a loop. Hmm. Just because it's so different, but whatever. Um,
0: Do you ever think about exploring? I mean, our place isn't big; <laughs> it's not huge. But have you ever thought about like explore? Like, oh, I am going to spend the day over in this room, like, or 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 a few hours, you know, at the at the writing desk in the other room instead of. Uh, you know, wherever in the, in the one room? Or I is it have... just that you're comfortable? Like, I get it being happy in a creative space, build your little cave, like Hunziker, same way. Like, just build your creative space and be happy there. So I'm not trying to change what you're doing. I just want to offer up other stuff so that you know that there are other options. Like, you don't have to... I can't imagine having my uh, my walking abilities taken away from me right now at this point in my life. I just can't imagine it. So I don't want you to feel any more prisoner than you probably already feel is basically what I'm trying
1: to I say. appreciate you saying that. I have thought about it, but the reality is is that my bladder comes and goes like sometimes I have to pee fifty times a minute and other times it's like I can go hours. So being having a routine to get there and do that yeah. is a comfort zone thing. Really, yeah. It's the fastest way to do that that I know how. Yeah. Um but also mentally, like the, keeping that confinement is somehow keeping my sanity. Sometimes and keeping like I used to carry a bunch. Of my when I met you, like the purse I carried was huge, and <sighs> I used to huge carry and heavy so much and
0: full. We the purse was it heavy, and it was
1: full. I, we weighed it some one time, I met not you, I think, at a photo shoot, like at that team, and it was over twenty pounds, and I carried it all the time, yeah. and. Nothing in it really was for me. It was for like in case someone needed something. Um, yeah, you
0: I, had two fo- as I recall. I'm sure you had a wallet, but you had two phones and a and a like a book that you wrote everything in. You know, yeah, a, like an appointment a type of book. Yeah, yeah. That you would keep everything. You know, all your you had all your shorthand in there. It looked like nothing to anybody else it looked like hieroglyphics from space it was like that <laughs> Claire like.
1: showtime show of like yeah the red. You're
0: perfect homeland <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't want to meet the person who drew all this <laughs> it was
1: an, uh, uh, i've looked at some of it it's like there's notes all different sizes and places <laughs> like i get it i know i know what it all means but man would i not want anyone else to see it yeah
0: yeah yeah all right so <laughs> back to the ten-year thing <laughs> No, it's a, there's no, there's no agenda. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Back to the 10-year thing. In the beginning, it was a bit of a surprise. It was a total surprise, obviously. <laughs> but, but dealing with it was uh, once we got over the, uh, the, what do you call it, when you're being, uh, I guess, just when you're getting your diagnosis? When you're, being, when you're going through that whole process, the diagnostic process. When you're going through the house MD process, mm-hmm. if only we had a house MD it all would have been much quicker. Yeah. Um Jesus, all that, and I didn't remember what the hell I was gonna say about it. <laughs> Mr. Verbosity.
1: Ten years ago is what I remember.
0: Yeah, I guess the gist of it was it, it it just it you know, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem. It was gonna be a problem, but it wasn't a problem. And um you were able to work around the things that had you know you had a couple blind spots and like oh, a little wobble, like all those little things that you had a lifetime of working around all of the little idiosyncrasies of you and everyone else navigated quite easily until until you couldn't until you until until what happened when what what was the until for
1: you the until was. Honestly, this is, I feel like this has been happening for a while, like, without me knowing it. Like, I went running before we got married with my brother and his then girlfriend, and yeah. I remember getting way much tired. Like, I couldn't keep up with them, which was weird, because I was a sprinter. Like, it was my jam. But... There's always ways that you can explain that shit away. So I do think this has been going on, but my until like my the big change happened a couple of years ago. And I I, thought about this a lot. Like my lifestyle changed so much that the nourishment of, if you want to call it that, of like the social input that I had mm-hmm. and the uh, whatever, that's all different. Cold so, turkey. Yeah. Almost. And, cold drink, like i stopped everything cold turkey like i stopped drinking i stopped all the medication i was on and i was on a bunch so i took
0: what kind of stuff antidepressant i
1: was on antidepressants for like 15 years they put me on adderall which i now know that they use for energy but they didn't tell me that beyond what-
0: that it's speed i mean that's like totally. it's like uh like a meth almost
1: yeah, and they give it to MS people for energy, but they give it to me for a high dosage to combat that and anxiety. It's like, oh my gosh, no one was thinking. you were
0: already, yeah, no, nobody actually knew you. That was the issue. Everyone was yeah. taking the words that were coming out of your mouth. <laughs> but I think that you, your life was really, really bigger than anybody could have imagined.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had, I, I really trusted. That process and all that came from my GP, who I'd seen for years, who had notes and like on me for years. Mm -hmm. So I thought that it had all been transferred. They all told me it had, Mm -hmm. so I assumed. But but no, it wasn't taken into account. If they did know, (laughs) (laughs) but it was lifestyle wasn't a factor that was ever addressed but that's the timing of of my lifestyle change coincided directly with me losing all my energy and Mm. i find it hard to believe that's not related
0: oh i agree with you i think it is i I think i think that you were dealing with this a lot longer than you knew that you were dealing with it i Mm -hmm. think that you probably even had symptoms way before you allowed yourself to realize you had symptoms
1: i think yes i agree with you wholeheartedly and uh, to go further like i think a lot of this stuff exhibited and presented when i was a little kid like learning to walk and i think i was taught to walk differently than was natural for me because it wasn't right
0: what does that mean
1: I remember the comments made to me of how I walked gave me gave the impression that I was a different race, <laughs> and it was totally inappropriate. But like, so is
0: that comment not your it? not yours? I mean, what were oh. they saying? I mean, I'm assuming
1: something. It sounds awful. I don't even. Want it was to go awful. There. So I th- and I th- my family is very uh, aware of things, and so I think <laughs> I was molded to walk better. Than I was. And in all fairness, if I walked then, like I walk now, like, (laughs) fix me. (laughs) But it was done differently. So I think this has been around for a long time. I just didn't know that's why I was doing things as klutzily as I do.
0: mm, You have always been klutzy and accident prone. You've never been comfortable. Since I've known you, I don't want to say never, but since I've known you, 11 plus whatever it's been um you've you you really have never f- felt you've never looked like you felt comfortable in your own skin you've no matter where you are you're kind of either you either plant yourself right there in the old days when you were more able bodied either plant yourself right there because this is my spot and no nobody take it here are here's my little barrier here so i could do my work and, and put one phone and one boob and the other and the other one I, it was crazy it was crazy um <laughs> visuals I th- I go to Comic-Con every year because not only <sighs> were you doing all of that work we were it was it's one long 4-day party like a party at convention Center, it's a huge. Place. Convention center. No, it's the town of San Diego, the city of San Diego. If we, If it was just in the convention center, it'd be no problem. Half of our way. issues was that it was so hard to get from place to place, Yeah that that everybody, point, yeah. That, that it became like, well, we're going to have to really figure out a way to enjoy this system or this event and make our clients and uh, people enjoy it, because it's overwhelming
1: there was stuff at hotels on boats like it, you're right, it was everywhere it started out small and like i remember the year that the first year they did it at the convention center like mm-hmm. that was a big deal yeah but by the time we were together it was the whole town so you're right, it was much bigger than i remember
0: i know that i just morphed that all around but then i got to comic-con and now i just want to talk about that for a while because the comic-con stuff was crazy and I know that you had done way bigger things internationally when you were you know like you mentioned Chris Rock and like when they were whoo, I mean you talk about people but we're looking at a couple hundred thousand people in, in It's pretty big. in uh, Comic-Con <clears throat> San Diego Comic-Con is but the big one as well the one we're talking about. Um I'm trying to think of we went either 3 or 4 years in a row together. I know you went for years before that.
1: I think we went 4
0: and I'm. I know that half of, you know, it's all work. These, these while some of your comic people were, some of your comedian people were nerdy and enjoyed Comic Con. Like they weren't there for the comics. They were there for work to promote their TV shows or their movies or their podcasts or whatever they were, had going on. So there was like there was a purpose to it. But because of all of that overwhelm that I mentioned before, and the need to make it fun, and I don't mean yours or my need to make it fun for them. I mean like. If Entertainment Weekly wants you to come to their their suite, um, they're gonna make it nice for you. Or if TV Guide wants you to come to their yacht, which they always had a yacht out in the harbor um, for photo shoots and interviews and stuff, like <laughs> seriously ridiculous. With TV Guide pillows, like made on the little so on the stupid. around the so opulent. Uh, but they, they so there was booze at all times. Was, you know, whatever it was, everything was going on, and it was like. Uh, some sort of <laughs> it was like the UN for celebrity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody from every it was not network uh dependent. It was not uh oh cable this, network that, you know, it was not all separated. Anybody in entertainment, what are you in comics? What are you in podcasts? What do you, you got? A movie, you got TV shows. No matter what the video games was a big one, no mm-hmm. matter what the thing was, they were all coming out. So what I'm all trying to get to is it wasn't like we would work from 9 to 5 and then go have to socialize and party at night. No, this was – you're drinking at sometimes like nine ten in the morning. Yeah. Because we're already at the tent at the event where all of the celebrities are being held, hundreds, from every show and whatever. And it's just – it was a weird thing. How on earth did you do any of that sober? And then I want to get to how it, how it went for you during Comic-Con because I have those four years – because I personally have those four years to to compare against. Sorry that was so wordy. I, I felt the need to explain to everybody else how big it is.
1: <laughs> that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did a ton sober by the end, by the time, uh, like five years ago-ish. Um, but – That wasn't all because I was like, give it to me. It was like, shit was handed to all of us, like everywhere we went. I witnessed it. Um, But-
0: If they knew you were coming, they made sure they had whatever you drank. Like, oh, Shabbat's coming, red wine, make sure you have red wine. Uh, Not that bottle, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me and the talent I was with had beverages they liked. Like it was all arranged. But- um, what I wanted to say, and I, I, I wasn't drinking this early, but a lot of our Comic Con initially, and I think for a couple years you were there, were East Coast radio like Howard Stern, like you couldn't oh, miss yeah. that. Yeah. Like you couldn't, didn't matter what time it was for you, like you had to get. In the, but we had, we arranged car services, so you could go down kind of tired and get in the car and do that, mm-hmm. and that made. That's what. Is that why
0: you always made sure to hit the K Rock one? Sorry to cut you out, but you always made sure to hit that K Rock, uh, whatever, whatever, whoever it was. You, you had a friend there that was like radio. Is it has nothing to do with it? Sorry.
1: It, it, it's affiliated. Okay. It certainly helps to have audio tape, but the Stern stuff happened separately because the clients I was with wanted to. Oh, you on literally the show. mean
0: Howard Stern? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Sorry. Me I, and perhaps some of our friends at home might have thought like you were being, oh, here's an example. You mean literally like serious and Howard I've, Stern? Yeah. I forget about that. I forgot we were hanging out with Jason Kaplan and stuff. I totally I blanked out completely yeah. on that
1: year. Like Gary Delabate was didn't used to go. Like it didn't used That's to be right. a thing. And so, a lo- and he used to run things out of the East Coast because it was business as usual for them. It was an LA thing for us to go to Cabocat at first. That's so funny. So it, we. Uh, Early on, there was curve services everywhere so you could – the the drinking thing is more the mania of that comes with the energy and the fast-pacedness. And then you need to drink by the time it's 5 o'clock to calm the fuck down. You've been going since 4 in the morning.
0: Yeah, I, I was always amazed at that part, how you guys were able to do that, to switch gears or maintain, keep going. Like, oh, they knew where to <laughs> – somebody needs a rest stop, you know.
1: We built that in and – I'd been doing it long enough that I knew people would get tired, like we needed a break. But that's where we build out schedules weeks before we went. Like, I was doing all that stuff for weeks and arranging, like, were we going to do TV Guide? Were we going to go to the yacht? Like, sometimes we didn't have time. But, like, when you're selling a – when your goal is to sell and make a small show famous, you do whatever – you you can do so it all changes but i was there typically when i was younger we worked with upwards of 25 clients and i still it was insane i knew it was before blackberries like i used to know where everyone was touring time differences and cities and too much so much nonsense but um the time that was before shared calendars and shit right Oh yeah, oh like God. I had to have it ready to regurgitate to someone that needed that information, and it had to be accurate. You couldn't, you didn't have time to look it up. I used to bring or be Biden. wrong, right? Yeah, you because you would screw up everything. Like you, a week of radio, you would mess up bananas.
0: Well, did it ever occur to you that playing all that, you know, playing every, twenty different lives that deep? Like, it really, there was no time to keep your own shit straight. Oh, yeah. There's just no time. It's not even, there's not even anything you could have done about it.
1: <laughs> no. No, I was running scripts for everyone else in their lives in my head, not mine.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. So, that, uh, and then during that, t- I mean, I didn't want to make it all about the drinking and the entertaining. I just meant more on the lines of that was, that was an event I saw you do that was relatively the same every year. It was always a fucking shit show. And I also watched, you know, this. Uh, And that also was kind of the tail end of like, right, I think Comic Con was one of the last things, one of the last bigger things we did. And I know we did, I did a handful of things. I know you worked beyond that. But but how was this part? And then what made you stop?
1: What made me stop was. Honestly, I got so reactive about things that I didn't need to get and angry. And, like angry reactive about things that used to not bother me. But they affected my work relationships and I had to deal with that and that's why I stopped. It wasn't my choice. Like I'll be honest about that. Like I didn't voluntarily I pl- I didn't plan on staying forever and doing that job, but like I certainly re- wasn't ready to go yet. Um but The physical decline has gotten so bad now that, like, what I used to do, no way. But, like, I used to get really tired and not say anything about that because it was never about me. It was about my clients. So it didn't matter if I was exhausted. Like, no one cared. I I would watch your
0: truck through all the time, your exhaustion.
1: Yeah. And I... That's where my denial came in handy. <laughs> you,
0: you are a charge through. Just push through. Just push through. Which is so stinking admirable, and I'm sure that it will come in very handy now. But, but it, but it also potentially could have.
1: I'm pretty sure it wore me out because it like let me override my sensors mm-hmm. by not paying. Like I didn't have a choice to pay attention to them. I should have taken that, but at the time I didn't see a way to do both.
0: Yeah, who sees it? Who sees it in the moment?
1: Probably no one.
0: Don't beat yourself up over that. Thanks. There's plenty of stuff to beat yourself up over, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do it all day, every day. <laughs> I got tons of stuff. Beat myself up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, check in with the East Coast feed, shall we? Take a little break here. Yes, please.
1: <laughs> let's see what they're up to.
0: All right, uh, I think we just have the Casman here. I think we're at Ridgefield BMW. Let's check in with uh, Danbridge. I roll it, Hal. East goes feet. Greetings, Mr. Ryan. Steve Cas here, BMW. We're at work today. Henry <laughs> and I are here, and we got this nice 2019 Five Series, right? And what's a Three Series? I don't know. Whatever the fuck, who
1: cares?
0: <laughs> I got a mask on, not just for the COVID, but because it stinks. We know you like fun things. Let's take a look. Uh-oh. Kenny, would you oh, mind no. popping that hood for me? it stinks. What? We had a technical difficulty would not get there, but watch this. When Kenny pop this hood, we found
1: an issue. This car has been at Bullringer, which is the pharmaceutical company, since April. Whoa! Oh, Let's get in there. Awesome. What's that?
0: That's a mouse nest. That's a big mouse fucking mouse nest. nest. Yeah. You want to see something yeah. else
1: that's a lot of fun? Watch this.
0: So the smell what means, means they probably cooked a little mousey in there somewhere. That's pissing shit. That's oh, that's what we need yeah. I fun, thought it was Master It's so Which foul. Is coming from right here. There it is. So they, just so you guys know, if you like fun car things, happy East Coast Speed. Later, man. Yeah! Oh. That was a winner. Winner. Total winner. Good job, oh, East Coast okay. Speed. Good job, East Coast oh. Speed.
1: <laughs> oh, that is so gross. Gross it's a newer car it's only a year old
0: yeah oh. Boehringer Bo- Bo- engelheim Boehringer engelheim it's not hum- Humperdinck. it's not that one it's not engelbert Humperdinck. dink it's like Boehringer engelheim jingleheimer schmidt <laughs>
1: his, his name is my name that me all of this yeah
0: it's a pharmaceutical company in danbury
1: oh okay
0: right up the street that's funny
1: <laughs> that's
0: funny uh <laughs> Well, let's uh, – we'll just do these TBT real quick too because it's not long. I think it's like, okay. like 40 – probably the same length. Um, but, uh, but you were there, so. Yay. <laughs> Roll it. Oh, uh, sorry. Excuse me. Allow me to tell our friends at home. that If you, if you, if you don't watch the show regularly on Thursdays, we always do a TBT. So you're here on Thursday. So we're going to do a TBT. We throw back to something that happened in the past. There you go. Now you know how a TBT works. Roll it out. Take
1: this mic. Hit that mic right there. There you go. I don't want to say
0: anything. How long have you been Hi, everybody. Short? How are you short,
1: everybody. Paul Schaefer.
0: Thank you. <laughs> oh, gosh, I wish I had the whole thing. Oh, man.
1: Oh, that was so fun.
0: If I'm not mistaken, wasn't that a birthday evening excursion? I think so. I think it was, too. Yeah, at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills. That's Paul Schaefer right. and the whole World's Most Dangerous Band was out here. We and Marty
1: came out to their friends from Canada. Their oh, friends right. from
0: Canada, yep, from way back at SCTV. Oh. Uh, well, actually, that's not true, but they did come here. I, uh, his daughter, Paul Schaefer's daughter, was just here. We just talked about that. Uh, she was at that show. She was. That's what she said. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I was there." I'm like, oh. who knew? Now we know what it's are to go stage afterwards. Uh, but that was great. It was the whole the whole band and uh, and uh, oh, Valerie Simpson.
1: Yeah. Which was amazing. It was such a fun night.
0: <laughs> Great music. All I could tell and all of the, the, my big takeaway from that evening was as much as we enjoyed it sitting there right in front of Paul Schaefer in the front row. <laughs> <or> not, <laughs> not cheap tickets. Um, all I was taken with was how not a music city Los Angeles is. I felt like we were sitting with like 20 people who got it and yeah. a bunch who didn't. 12. And then an empty back of the house or balcony or whatever it was. I know it wasn't full. I remember that. Yeah. And it, it didn't bum me out, but I was like kind of surprised. Yeah. Because of the music that was coming out of the place, it rocking was... the house,
1: rocking. And it was tremendously artful. Like it was really well done. Soul, Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. People in LA, I don't think know that part of it, of music.
0: That there is there is an arts culture here. There's great music here. I mean, I shouldn't say it's not that it's not that it's not a music I town. feel
1: like we're L.A. is not a place you come for music, so it's not yeah. that inclination of people sometimes.
0: But it was in the 70s, right? Because they had like the Whiskey A Go Go and the, and the Roxy and yeah, all that it's shit. And Jim it's Morrison and and, very... and Joni Mitchell. Yeah, it's just really. The whole Laurel Canyon vibe.
1: It's gotten very business centric now. So oh, that...
0: the, the music industry in general.
1: Yeah, because yeah, everyone is trying to figure out how to make money to survive now, whereas yeah. before it was opulent and give it to everyone that wants it. That's good. It's
0: hmm. pretty interesting. It's f- see, you have such an interesting uh, insider's perspective to the business that I kind of, you know, I kind of, I kind of understand. But you, you actually like really <laughs> know some of the people. Like you really have lived it. You know. <laughs> I'm yeah, kind of ancillary. I've like walked past that room. Hi, guys.
1: I think all the time of when uh, of your face when you realized there was industry press and consumer press. I
0: still don't. It's still. oh, uh, God damn it. That really blew my mind because it didn't seem right. I was like, you mean there's, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't want to. The idea that like, yeah, you said it. It still blows my mind. I still don't get it. I still don't get it crazy
1: there's a different level people. see okay. if they get it there's something w- I had to be taught this too by my old boss because um, I didn't get it at first but there's depending on what audience you want there's industry press outlets and consumer press outlets and consumer press is tabloidy typically and there used to be a ton more magazines but like glamour and people and whatever industry press is like the Hollywood Reporter <laughs> variety. See,
0: but I, see, I knew that. I knew that. See, but like popular I mean, I had, like, science
1: I, used to be very scientific and now it's more pop cultural. That's based. where
0: you blew my mind. I was like, I knew there were industry trades and everybody had their specialty magazines, but more on the lines of like, there's, there's an Us Weekly for them and there's an Us Weekly for us. And I don't mean literally two different magazines, but sort of there's an like in an understanding. How would you describe it? Maybe it is literally different. It's just there's not a physical.
1: You're talking to different people. So writers that write with their audience in mind write differently depending on who they're talking to. Just like you do when you talk to your friend at home versus like a big open root. Like it's a different vibe that everyone has. Comedians do it. Writers do it. Like it just spans the spectrum.
0: Yeah, it's wild. It did blow my mind though. So that was funny to you? My face when I was like you don't understand. You just totally unlocked something for me. (laughs) I remember that time. It was like five years ago.
1: (laughs) Okay. What I figured out was my hobby is people. Like I used you as a stand-in for that for a while, but I love the, the psychology of things. And there's so much of what I thought, what I had to learn that I assumed... Because I had horrible self esteem until like five minutes ago. I probably still do, but like there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> that I don't Why know. Do you that think I... We built
0: the playset. This is for, that's what it's for. And we all have low self esteem. owning
1: my narcissism and coming out strong. Um, but the truth is, is like there's so much I didn't know that I had to be taught that I assumed everyone knew it. So seeing when other people don't know things that to me or I do in my sleep that are common knowledge to me, I'm always taken aback and i've seen that with you on both sides of like really amazing things that i didn't know about and things that i think are very simple and they're pretty dry and boring but like that you don't know about so i'm fascinated by the dichotomy of it
0: yeah we all have our little specialties right I can't believe that people pay me, like we did this little thing here to kind of see what would happen and then to work towards something. But like it never occurred to me, ever occurred to me at the time that somebody else would (laughs) come in here, like it and go, hey, can you do this for me? (laughs) Never occurred to me that that could be a potential business model.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Meanwhile, like what would make me happier? Like I love it. I'm making little spaces, making little, little, it's It's like a museum curator. It's right up
1: your alley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: I want the COVID to stop so Spike can build his. Yeah, and then I want to talk to Adam Ferrara next week because I I know I can help him with his his looks great already he just finished it right before COVID but you know you know I could put a, put a little little slice of life oh, splash yeah. of life in there
1: <laughs> the two of you together is mind blowing like I can't wait he's texting
0: me all the time I, I'm so excited I'm so excited I t- I told you how it happened right like somebody Sean Winograd that he used to produce Wheelie Dealers now he produces Top Gear USA but the new one with Cordry mm-hmm. and uh, and Dex. Dex. um. He, he came up to me at the kitchen. We hadn't seen him in like the Malibu kitchen, not our kitchen. That would be weird. <laughs> and and, uh, uh, and I hadn't seen him in like six months or something. And uh, I said, "Hey, how's it? Go? How did it go? You know, the shoot with how was it with Rob and everything? You know?" And he's like, "Oh, it was great, great." He's like, "Adam from America is right behind you right now." And I was like, wait, what? Like, I didn't literally. Words may as well have been in a different language, except I understood them." And he's like, "Adam from America is behind you right now." He's like, "Doing the thing right now." I was like. <laughs> What do you think? And literally I turned around and I was like, all right, I'm not going to make him go through whatever this is. So I turned around got up and stood up and just, I figured I'll just go in, going cold. And it was, of course, Adam Ferrara from uh, Top Gear America. He was saying Adam from America for sh- trying to be shorthand. Anyway, Adam and I started talking like that and then an hour went by and he's like, uh, my friends want to go. They, they, they literally were like leaving. They're like, so uh, where, are you ready or <laughs> –
1: I did not know that. Topic. We just hit it off.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just there was a lot to talk about that we had a lot in common. But ever since then, it's like, hey, hey, pal, got a second? I'm getting the texts and stuff, and then we're talking on the phone. So funny! It's so funny. I I'm, love that. I I love him already. Uh, so I'm excited. I'll I'll ask him about it. <laughs> after all that, after all that. Um, MS stuff. I I don't want to. We've got like 10 or 15 minutes left. I don't want to leave anything out though. What's going on with your book? Can we talk about that? When you were here last, you told everybody else that you just did a cover shoot for an impending book that you were writing. Um, What's new in the last month?
1: That shot, that shoot, we picked two. I sent you one, and your comments really hit them to me, so I picked another that's a little fresher and lighter in my face. Um, The first one feels very like i'm selling a book
0: (laughs) my issue with it was it didn't look like you yeah and i think it should look like if you're selling your story i think it should look i mean nobody's gonna fucking care but i'm saying for you and your own for your experience here i think you should have a photo that you feel represents you and when you saw that i don't think it did (laughs) even though this picture is beautiful and it should be used somewhere else
1: it's a great shot. She's a great photographer, but it felt very old me of like she caught me offhand at a photo shoot ten years ago and it's like I'm not that like person. So I changed that. Face. Um we should be able to start pre selling it soon. It's being re that shot is being retouched, so we should hopefully have something to start pre selling by the end of the month.
0: Are you looking for a publisher at all or no? Like, do you even want that a proper, not a proper editor, but do you want, Do you, would you be interested at all?
1: Yes and no. And that was the second part of like the developments that have happened is like, I talked with the manager I used to know who is going to connect me. He's going to do some thought, but he agrees with you and me on that front of like, self publishing is great if you're a small time housewife in Iowa and I'm not, this is my next
0: you're going to be an author, yeah.
1: Like, th- what I'm writing can be turned into shows and yes. movies, and it's a bigger entity than just, like, a how-to book. Without, so,
0: without, like, saying Tina Fey, we could use that as a model, or a Whitney Cummings, because she's got kind of, like, a bunch of projects. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, I I say Tina Fey, botsu Pants, a lot. And it's a it's, yeah, and it's a great book. I listened to it literally hundreds of times when I was starting to get sick when you were sick, like when wow. I didn't know what was happening. Um, it really saved me. but so between that, it's a combination of that and Joan Didion's Your Magical Thinking, which is beautiful and one of my favorite books, but that combination isn't outwardly, obviously sellable. So this guy that I talked to, he's a com- comedy manager, his inclination was instantly like, you should go with a book agent. Like you should have a book like agent. A agent? A book agent, not oh. a lit agent. Like an actual book agent to make this deal and to make a three book, you know, potential. See what's Smart. available. Smart. And so he's doing some thinking, but he also um, wants to introduce me to the... I've worked with this woman, but she's the wife of a guy that is now passed away. I'm not sure how to say that, um, but I used to work with him, and he used to—he was a manager producer. But
0: oh, I see. she's the late wife of your former colleague. He's
1: passed. He, she's alive, and she has MS, and so he wants to introduce me to her to see what can be done that way.
0: Oh, I see. She's yeah, right, right.
1: So it's a, it's all matriculating in a really cool way.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, you feel that it's happening naturally, organically? Do you feel like you're pushing, pulling? Do you, is it just sort of happening? How does the experience...
1: The It's feeling more normal for my old life now, of, like, I'm really an old person. Like, I don't live in this world of, like, ones and zeros, and, like, let's get in many followers. Like, I don't care. But... Being able to talk to someone that can do things is important to me, and that's like an old-school mentality that I've reconnected with recently. So I feel like there's a weird hybrid of like, how do we do this so that it's bankable and marketable, but also industry serving for my future? Mm. So it feels... I I'm not. I've stopped trying to do stuff. It's not my show anymore. Like I'm not running anything. I shouldn't have ever, but I certainly can't now. Um, my thoughts don't stay in my head long enough to maintain any through line. So I need help there, which I this guy really wants to give me, and un- seems to understand a little more. Um,
0: what I see is you having a very very awesome valuable. Uh, steampunk vault and you just need somebody else to help you like unpack the stuff from it and tell you like, you know, I think I, I think I should, keep, we should keep this and we should leave that. and We should keep this and leave that because you have it all. You are, you are the draw. And if somebody can just help you, you know, organize it in a way that it's palatable for how people consume these days, you've got it already. I mean, you are the draw. Once you realize that the pressure sort of can be off a little bit because if you're there you're doing your job you don't really need to do so much unlike the old days it's hard i don't i don't know how you i don't it's not easy i know it's been a struggle for you i'm not trying to you know imply that it's an easy thing but i think once you can relax even more into this new you I, I you're going to gonna be okay
1: it. i have to embrace it and i'm still struggling with like things i think i need to get done <laughs> and what i feel comfortable doing now mm-hmm. like it's a weird it's struggle tre- fight,
0: uh, mentally back and forth
1: yeah oh. and it used to be in the background i could hide it and just like i knew what my agenda was It was furthering that person's career or whatever mm-hmm. so i could put everything else to the side and now i don't have that outlet it's all about me and for a minute For a while, I had to really take the time to sort out what those pieces were. And that's not as easy as I thought it would be. (laughs) It's not as obvious.
0: Do you think that what you're referring to right now, does it sound like when I talked about that reconciliation period where you almost like everything from your life, you go through a period where every moment somehow seems to replay. It takes sometimes a year or whatever for this whole process to – to, to, to play out but it's like every time you were ever rude to somebody every time somebody was ever mean to you like all of these things and and do you, is that what you're talking about where you kind of are replaying them and reconciling how I felt why I did why I acted a certain way
1: it all got triggered and I have no memory so I could solve something and it if it wasn't rated and stick so it would happen I would replay it again and that oh, still happens a, oh which is unnerving because it's not present. Like, it's still a memory. Like, I'm still in my head, even though I don't want to be.
0: It's like trying to solve old puzzles. Like, you got cold cases up there, and yeah, the Sarge said, put that away. And you're like, I can I'm obsessed with and it. And I'm
1: like, no, but let me look at it. There may be someone else. <laughs> right,
0: right, right.
1: It's, it's true of But since I'm not able to move as much, I, which everything happens for a reason. Um, but I, I, it all filters in my head constantly. So it's like I can't get away from it. And for no. a long time, I could run it out of my system, and I can't now.
0: Mentally, that's got to be tough because it must – I mean, we – let you in here I mean we whenever we're in a fight or whatever we talk we talk about maintaining a a shared reality like we got to keep the same the same we got to live in the same world here whatever it is we can choose it to be whatever we want but we have to lock it in and then live within whatever parameters so that we don't go nuts especially these days with COVID and every day is the same and what day is it (laughs) we're going on a trip tomorrow we're going to go to the living room like what on earth (laughs) so it would be hard for anybody right now um do you think i don't know is there anything you want to say about that i see you getting uncomfortable i told you an hour we're at the hour
1: i just i used to cross my legs a lot now they slide because they don't fit like they used to i'm just trying to get that sorted so i'm not sliding like a slug
0: (laughs) you're amazing and you've done a great great job so far i just i know i know how i know your discomfort i know how it works i know i know whatever
1: I've at least gotten to the point that I know it's happening now. I know, and it's its a weird. It's still pain. It just doesn't feel like pain. So I can laugh at it because it just feels weird. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever it is. What do you do?
0: I don't know. I guess we turn the bubbles on because it's your birthday probably,
1: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really all we can do
1: (laughs) have fun with everything
0: i know sorry oh there it goes there we go there we go i guess it had to mix the fluid up a little bit
1: (laughs) yay happy birthday to me (laughs) so funny i love bubbles
0: uh and bubbles love you
1: (laughs) there we go turn that
0: off (laughs) it's so funny uh is there anything i mean this was a surprise to you as usual i can't i can't I don't know. Did we talk about this last time? Did we tell people that I can't like tell you ahead of time that I'm, I would like to yeah. have you on the show? We have to kind of surprise
1: Yeah, you? you did mention that.
0: <laughs> well, that has not changed. <laughs> that has not changed.
1: I'm an overthinker, so I get in my head about anything I know about or think I know about.
0: I was talking to my mother earlier today. That's right, folks. If you haven't been <laughs> listening, I've been talking to my mother lately, and it's going very well, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, but we were talking about you and, uh, oh gosh, what the hell was it? I just, (laughs) I talked about my mother and I thought, see, perhaps (laughs) your train of thought is fine. Maybe you're getting osmosis, my old man brain that's, that's filtering in. Maybe. Whenever I'm doing this, there's too many things. And if it's not on this card, I don't hang on to it for very long. (laughs) 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 It's true. I was asking you, is there anything we wanted to mention? It doesn't matter.
1: I'm glad you were talking with your mom again. It though.
0: was about you and your comfort. It was about all of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's terrible. I'm the worst host ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm your favorite weirdo, so what are you going to do? I know we America's funniest, <laughs> famous... <laughs> Fucking jerk. Um... Is there anything else? Because I have to mention St. Clair Insurance. i got to talk about that. Hey, we've gotten in a funny good mood. Let's talk about St. Clair Insurance. That always gets, that always gets, <laughs> it always gets good when we're a little punchy. Uh, you know, they say, all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. St. Clair Insurance is coverage for your toys. What kind of toys, Mrs. Ryan?
1: All kinds.
0: That's what I used to say, except I've looked into it, and not only is that true, I feel like I'm underselling it. I- I've been talking about, like, uh, bar stools and shopping carts and lawnmowers and things like that. Let's not forget about, like, McLarens and Ferraris and Lamborghinis oh, and yeah. the actual car collecting that gets done, all of the Porsches. Toys
1: get expensive and big the older you get. It's not just shit in your shed anymore.
0: That's what the old idiom is about. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to. I'm going to pull the curtain back. Sure. The original thing is, uh, uh, you know, the, the difference between men and boys is the price of their toys. That's like a, a whole thing.
1: Oh. And like, I didn't know. Oh, your
0: husband's out there playing with his toys in the garage, really expensive versus the train set the kid had or whatever.
1: I've not heard that, but I get that.
0: So then we did a little play on it here for St. Clair Insurance. <laughs> anyway, if you've got a car collection, especially if you're already insured through Haggerty, if you are and you went through the website or whatever, you need... To check out coverage for your toys.com why you ask i'll tell you why very specifically uh you want a rep if you have god forbid how about it's not you you're a great driver you're of course you're definitely an excellent driver but how about somebody backs into your car at the car show how about that i'm going somewhere with this one and that guy it's his fault not even your fault I don't know, uh, uh, but here. Seriously though, if you get into a, uh, an accident, do you want to like go jump online, deal with the eight hundred number, figure this thing out, or would you rather just uh, be able to text your buddy, your rep, your guy um, who's already looking out for you and already has all your info and can probably even do all of this stuff from the side of the road? Uh, I would highly recommend getting a rep. So does Haggerty. It doesn't cost you anything extra. All you got to do is go to coverage for your toys, sign up, and they'll bring you over. Um, all automatically. It's really great. So check out com. St. Clair Insurance, and um, and Haggerty. we love you too.
1: I love that. I just literally used that same analogy today with uh, someone else of Perfect. like, I don't want to call 100 people. I'm yeah. happy to do it. Like, I don't mind, but like- But if I don't have to. I don't want to if I don't have to. Like, if one person can tell me what to do that is beneficial oop. for the situation, I'm all yours. So that's a great thing that- St. Clair insurance offers.
0: Big time. Also, I'll bring up the, the
1: old Merrick over here
0: and then see Kitty Cam over there. Somebody. Wants, oh. There we go. Hi, Emma. Hi, meow, now. Meow. <laughs> She's like, could you open the door, please?
1: <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Hi, this. This.
0: this was a tease. This was a tease. I know I said I would let you down, but. Well, we want to show right. everybody your haircut. Look at this. Meow so Meow got a haircut. Pretty. Meow Meow did go get shaved. Here we go. You look great. <laughs> you don't have to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I love you. All right. I think we've uh, we run the wheels off this thing, but I do have my mask on, so I should tell you, if you're in a part of the world where you should be wearing a mask and you see somebody who isn't, you could say to them, hey, need a mask? Shop I would definitely do that, and then I would get the hell out of there because nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> crazy out there. Um, but do buy your mask at uh, Hunziker.com. It's really cool. Shop Hunziker. And They make
1: great shoes, too, while you're there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. And I think they've got a cyber sale going on this week as well. So oh, yeah. We'll check that out. Shophunziger.com. Mrs. Ryan, I think that you did great. I think that you are um, inspirational to many And I think that once you realize that, or maybe you are right now, um, I think that your life is going to be just great. I think that your life is going to get easier, not harder. I don't know why I say that, but I really believe it. I believe it with all my heart.
1: I feel that from you, and I really appreciate you having me on. I did not know.
0: (laughs) Well, this is a thing right now. I mean, you're you're in the guest phase because you're an author and this whole thing, and you're going through your own stuff. But... We have this chair is still here. We have the camera is still here. We are prepared to bring it in at any point uh, when we want to do that again. But for right now, I think that this is better. I think that we're getting a little more real you. And that's definitely what I want.
1: I feel that. I I feel that. And I appreciate the opportunity because... I need to talk about this crazy shit because I'm so used to bottling it all in to give a different impression that I'm fine.
0: Absolutely, and by the way, I want to mention here: uh, we did have a couple of people. Super Drew says, "What's up, man? It was great seeing you on Matt's show yesterday. Also, please uh, check that out, everybody. Check it out, Smoking Tire. Like I said before, uh, it's the crew show. It's the Matt uh, Matt Q and A show. I think Matt answers your questions, something like that. But it's just the two I can't those, like wait over to two watch and a half it. hours. Uh, it's really fun. And then Skip Plus says, hey, guys, you both look great. Hope you uh, hope you are both 2020 good. <laughs> I'm assuming that means like grading with a curve, the 2020 curve. Uh, and he's a school teacher, so that makes sense. Skip Plus, by the way. Uh, memory has changed due to the Google effect. Oh, memory has changed due to the Google effect. That's a very good point he brings up earlier
1: yeah you don't have to remember anything because yes. you can google everything absolutely
0: now. you've got the information it's it's a it's a, we've had this comment before this conversation before i'm losing my mind folks i'm sorry my my mouth isn't working it's sort of a, an annex brain now mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and it looks like it should be the same so people think it is and it's like right if You look at not... your feed it's different than anyone you know Ugh.
0: all right i love you happy thank birthday you.
1: thank you there we go
0: Happy birthday Um, Tomorrow Good Vibes Breakfast Club Up at Newcombs Come on up 9 to 11 Um, Then after that I will be doing Another show Down at the Smoking Tire We've got a He has Amelia Hartford on So that'll be fun His co-host on uh, Sorted And uh, also She's a huge YouTuber And a huge uh, uh, Car uh, Gal Car gal I've seen
1: photos She looks hot
0: Oh Oh all right. Well that'll be Even better And she's hot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Should I shave? What's What are you telling me here?
1: <laughs> no. Okay.
0: Good. Uh, all right. And Tuesday we'll be back with uh, Adam Ferrara from uh, Top Gear America and uh, Gosh, everything else. Rescue Me and Damn Fine Comic. That's funny stuff. Love everybody. Please love one another, and uh, we'll see you out there. It's uh, It's gonna be okay. That's all I know. It's gonna be okay. It will. Thank you. Sucks. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. You've been through you snow all over you <laughs> Bubble residue Oh wow <laughs> <laughs> You did great
1: Oh that was fun it really does fly by. <laughs>
0: You've done a few of these.
1: Every time I don't realize how fast it goes.
0: All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Come
1: back real soon.
0: Come back anytime. <laughs>